What is up, everybody? Back again, the fans section brought to you by fans for fans across college landscape. That is Tyson. I'm Alan. We are back with a preview of this week's upcoming games from section 100 to section 300. Bleachers down to the suites. Um, two dudes talk college, dropping knowledge. First, before we start, go over to Twitter, the fan section, um, and then our mailbag. If you have any questions or have any debates with us, the fan section one at gmail.com. Um, huge week coming up. And I know I kind of say that pretty much like every week, but every week I feel like from now on, from week zero to really what Alan says is week one to now week eight, it's a big week, uh, especially if you have college football playoff implications. There's not too many top 25 games, though. No, like this no, week. no top 25 yeah. matchups, but a lot of games that, you know, are. Uh, you know, you need to beat down your opponent. Yeah, absolutely. If you're Cincy, like we said mm-hmm. earlier uh, in the other episodes, you need to drop 40. You know, you know what I there mean? There will like, be upsets. There's gonna there be, will be upsets. Yeah, exactly. They're, so they're, they're, we're basically telling you that this week, it's a, it's not down, but it's a little less of a product than what you're used to seeing. Like, Georgia doesn't play this week. Um, I I think also Bama has a – did the Bama have a bye? I think they might have a bye. Too. No, they play Tennessee. Oh, they, okay, they play – that'll be a good game. You know what I mean? Tennessee's mm-hmm. on potential rise, maybe? Indian hookers in a questionable. Yay, yay. Look, he's going <laughs> to play. All right? <laughs> so, either way, I'm just trying to get you guys hyped for it because sure, I'm yeah. hyped for it. Uh, it's also another Saturday of college football. So my And one other thing, real quick. Mm-hmm. You – uh, with games like this, you'll get an opportunity to see some of the Heisman contenders really showcase their ability. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, having said that too, we will be doing bringing back because we're both together finally. You bet. So we are going to be bringing back our Power Five pick'em. Uh, Tyson, I think you're in the lead. No way. Oh, no, you're, you're up oh, two okay. to one on me. Dang. I think. Well, okay. Me mm-hmm. trying to be humble. Never mind. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, so you get the first pick, so that means you're going to pick three, I get two. Um, So without further ado, the first game is actually on Wednesday, so it's tomorrow. (laughs) That's nuts. All right, cool. Um, Coastal Carolina plays Appalachian State. Appalachian State's 4-2 on the year. Coastal Carolina is ranked 14th. I'm going to put them on upset alert. I would. I mean, why not? You're at Coastal Care or you're at Appalachian State, um, and then the line is actually favored uh, four and a half. But still, I think being Kid Brewer Stadium, yeah, it, I'm gonna put Appalachian State. Um, and then moving down, yeah. Well, so Grayson McCall, mm-hmm. quarterback for Coastal Carolina, mm-hmm. he's number one in the country, 79.8 percent completion percentage. Mm-hmm. That's almost 80 percent. That's that's pretty impressive. I'll tell you why I don't think Appalachian. This is not the Appalachian State. That of old that you're familiar with, oh. that they are coming off of a loss to Louisiana, 41 to 13 last week. Thanks. So I, I I think I can't believe the line is that close. I, I think Coastal Carolina probably wins big. Another confusing thing for me is they've only played three Sun Belt games. Are there only like five teams in the Sun Belt? Like you think by now week eight you'd have a little bit more. You'd be in conference like you'd be at four games maybe. Yeah, they must just really have front loaded, or <clears throat> yeah. maybe they only do. I mean, from here on out, it's six conference games. Yeah, from here, from here on out, it would only be Sun Belt games, right? You would, you would I would guess, think so, yeah. Or you would hope. Um, and then, so Thursday, October 21st, another pretty solid game. You have Tulane against SMU. SMU is favored by 13. Um, I, I'm not expecting SMU to do anything other than roll Tulane, but that's okay. Quarterback Tanner Mordecai, one of the top passers in the country mm-hmm. for SMU. 
Cincinnati needs SMU to remain undefeated. They do. They do to help them out. And they also need Notre Dame to meet undefeated as well. And then uh, Florida Atlantic at Charlotte, uh, 5.30 p.m. Florida Atlantic's favored by 7. Um, nothing really too exciting for me for that game. Uh, and then we have Louisiana-Arkansas State at 5.30 p.m. also that day. Uh, Louisiana, University of Louisiana is favored by 18. This is a team that we just talked about, just, just rolled – um, App State. App State, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So look for that trend to continue. Arkansas State, they're I – mean, so Louisiana here says, you know, they're 3-0 in the Sun Belt. So they've played some Sun Belt teams. It's just – I mean, here's another one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So look for Louisiana. I mean, honestly, they probably should run away with the Sun Belt. It's theirs to lose. Um, no, Coastal Carolina. Oh, you think oh, – okay, okay, fine. I'm still going to go Louisiana. I'm still picking Louisiana. Okay. I'm picking Louisiana. I hope that – they play a champ game too. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. All right. Um, so San Jose State and UNLV – this game's uh, 9 p.m. our time, uh, so kind of late, but it is two West Coast teams going at it. Uh, San Jose State just took a pretty bad loss, I mean, to San Diego State, looking to bounce back against UNLV, who's under, or who is defeated. They haven't won a game yet. I don't think that trend continues. Uh, but this game is in Las Vegas, so if you've got nothing to do at 9 p.m., or technically it would be like, wouldn't that be like 11 o'clock at night down there, or like 10 o'clock at night down there, like on the East Coast? Isn't that like 10? Oh, on the East Coast? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> that's gnarly. So you're not going to be up for that game. And then um, October 22nd, so this Friday, we have Middle Tennessee against the 1-7 and seven UConn. What are they? What is that mascot? The Huskies, the right? Huskies. Yes. UConn finally got off the schneid. <laughs> First of all, they, they fired their coach. Yeah. Uh, finally got off the schneid. That was Randy Edsel. And and you know who they beat this, week, this past weekend? Oh, yeah. Yale. <laughs> Yes, Yale has a football team. The Brainiacs. Canadian, uh, UConn, <laughs> UConn finally gets a win. Good for Yale. UConn is one of the worst teams. In way to way to give UConn some pride. Um, watch watch them win this game. <laughs> watch them win this game, man. Even though Middle Tennessee's favored by 15. Uh, then you have Memphis UCF. UCF I thought was going to be more of a fight against Cincinnati. Memphis is similar. Defensive styles to um, to Cincinnati as far as – so UCF, look for them to kind of – I mean, if the trend continues, that game plan, they can't have the same game plan going in that they did against Cincinnati. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to – I would take – I mean, it's your choice. If you want this game – Oh, my, the, my pick's coming up. Oh, okay. But, but, okay. but I, think, I think Memphis gets the win here because yeah. UCF is still struggling to find mm-hmm. offense with Dylan Gabriel having been out for the season. Absolutely. Now. Um, and then seven, it's at the bounce house. Remember yeah, yes, my favorite stadium. Greatest name. <laughs> I re- like, if we ever get a chance, we got to go. I'm just like Orlando. You bet. Just yeah, we go to the bounce up. house. <laughs> and then look, say what you want about CSU. They're, they're doing way better than CU right now. They have won three games two two and all in the mountain West. Almost beat Iowa. They almost beat Iowa. Um, but yeah, outside of that Vanderbilt debacle, um, Colorado State is really a pretty solid team. This isn't isn't is at Utah State's house in Logan. Um, so yeah, Colorado State looks to travel this weekend. I don't know. Is Utah expecting if 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 it snows? That would be a really fun game. Colorado State doesn't struggle in the snow. Um, them being from Colorado, but I, 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 maybe we can get our first actual snowball, which would be pretty cool. Similar altitude. Yeah, exactly, too, exactly. Right? So it's, it's really not an advantage for either team. Um, and then you got Washington going to Arizona. Can Washington get three wins on the season? Uh, Arizona's 0-6. Uh, Washington is favored by 18. 
And then we have on Saturday, the games start at 10 a.m. You got Cincinnati against Navy, the midshipmen. Uh, Cincinnati served by 27. They need to put 40 on this team. And it's going to be really hard to do because Navy, the triple option, does control the clock. They eat a lot of clock. That's a very, very good point. You know, something else to consider, too, is with the military academies, they do a lot of close trap and cut blocking. Yeah. And you see teams generally struggle. have a number of injuries yeah. coming yeah. out of those yeah. games. So a couple of things to keep in mind, but I agree. Cincinnati needs to win this at least by five. Times. And this is going to be at Annapolis. So a really cool thing that Cincinnati gets to travel. I know that a lot of real quick tidbit. I know that a lot of teams really do respect going to Navy, going to Army, going to Air Force. They just love the atmosphere. They they understand that these are going to be the future kids that do protect us. You know what I mean? So there's mm-hmm. there's always respect between good teams and, and Navy or Army or Air Force, regardless of how good or bad they are. So that'll be really cool. Notre Dame and Navy is a – I mean, I made it's a rivalry game. game. Well, I don't know if Notre well, Dame would be. consider it a rivalry. But they play a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah they mm-hmm. do. Uh, you, uh, at least – I mean, I was in the impression it used to be. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Back, yeah, yeah. Because back in oh, the day, think, you know, Navy was really – I think Army was a big rivalry yeah. way back in the day. Yeah. And then uh, you got Oklahoma, Kansas, <laughs> my Jayhawks. So Oklahoma uh, – Caleb Williams, I'm expecting this score to be like 70 to three. And I don't know if the defense will hold him to three, <laughs> but the offense could score 70. Yeah, I think this is actually working out perfectly for Oklahoma. Yeah, Caleb it is. Williams it is, is going to get some real good experience here, and they they really don't have a big challenge until the end of the season. Bedlam at Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. Yeah, so I, I think Oklahoma is sitting very very pretty right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then we have Northwestern against Michigan. So this is a team that I would tell Michigan to kind of keep an eye on for. You're at you're at home, um, so it's not like potential upset. But we did see Iowa go down at home. Uh, I think that Northwestern they're still even though they're three and three. I mean the record. I think they're a better team than the record shows, um, and they're definitely middle of the road. But I still think they can take it to Michigan. Isn't um, it crazy to think? Northwestern played Ohio State for the Big Ten Championship last, last year. year. Yeah. They're so weird. If you look at their record year over year, yeah. it's like Up it's like ten wins, four wins, ten wins, three wins. It's definitely a roller coaster. Berserk. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so Aiden Hutchinson, look for him to have a big day. And then uh, Illinois, Penn State. Uh, so Penn State against Illinois. Been close a couple times on some of these Big Ten teams. Like they haven't been. They beat that. Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was in, wasn't it? No, that was that was supposed to be in in Ireland, but that yeah. wasn't. That game got moved. Um, and then we have Wake Forest against Army. Uh, Army is pretty solid this year, so could we see an upset there? Army has the number four rush defense in the country. Mm-hmm. They have a very good defense. Yeah. But we just saw them play against Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and. They they cannot get the offense going. Yeah, I don't think Army is as much of a threat as as we thought they might have been. Yeah, um, Wake Forest uh, won their last two games by three points apiece over Louisville and Syracuse. Mm. Sam Hartman's a pretty good quarterback, but they're not. They're, I think they could lose this game. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Agreed. Um, and then we move on to the, the Battle of Arkansas. So we got Arkansas Pine Bluff against Arkansas. It's going to be in Little Rock. Um, Look for Arkansas to bounce back, I think. I don't Oh expect, big win. Yeah. I'm not expecting Pine Bluff. But this is the game that I we so <laughs> earlier in the year we did call I was looking down the schedule and I was like, I don't think Florida State wins another game. I have UMass beating Florida State. 
Um, and I st- I'm going to stick by that, even though Florida State's favored by 35. It's Florida State, man. I, there's nothing for them to play for. They're nothing really. If caring. they lose this game, Mike Norville will be fired. Oh, will be fired immediately after Sunday. Week. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Maybe yeah. even Saturday night. <laughs> Maybe a half. <laughs> yep. Come on, UMass. Give me give me what I want. And then we got uh, Kansas State against Texas Tech. So Texas Tech is actually favored by one. So K State, uh, but this is in Lubbock. So all right, cool. Um, I, Tech, you're two and two in the Big Twelve. You need to be three and two to stay competitive. Kansas State, you need to get your first Big Twelve win. I it might come. It might it might be this game. Honestly, Texas Tech has had a surprisingly good season. Yeah, they're, they're they're actually having a pretty good season mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. And then moving on, we got uh, Eastern Michigan against Bowling Green. So the Green Machine of Eastern Michigan, uh, man, I like them in the MAC, but they're, I mean, obviously I think they win this game, but I don't know if they're gonna go on to win the MAC. You know, you got Northern Illinois in there, um, but yeah, Ball State. Yeah, Ball State too. Even Central Michigan, that's a robbery game. So Western yeah. Michigan and Western Michigan too. Yep, exactly. I think they're so, like five and so three right now. If you're Eastern Michigan, this is a game you can't afford to lose. Yeah. Um, and then moving on, we got Northern Illinois, and all these games are ten. So there's like six games. Uh, Northern Illinois, we just mentioned Central Michigan. So this is a potential game. If if Central Michigan gets Northern Illinois, then the MAC gets really interesting at two and one. Both teams are those top teams outside of Ball State. Um, and then we have Syracuse, Virginia Tech. Uh. There's really not – I don't have anything for that game, honestly. Like Virginia I, Tech has a solid defense. Yeah. Your guy, Sean Tucker, mm-hmm. the running back Oh, the back running back for Cuse, yeah, yeah. Is, is an outstanding workhorse. Mm-hmm. I think that that's going to be is the, de- the deciding factor. Yeah. Dino Babers has had a decent season. But they're 0-3 in the ACC. So it's like, ugh, man. And this we talked about this on another podcast. This is year the ACC is wide open. Mm-hmm. And a team like Cuse is 3-4 and four on the year. Like, man, you could have had – you could have had a really magical season, um, but, you know, Dino just didn't have him ready. Kent State, Ohio is next at 11 a.m. Ohio is 1-6. Kent State's 3-4. Kent's favored by 5. Then we got Texas State, Georgia State. I uh, Georgia State is a lot better team than the, what they're showing in the Sun Belt. I had them competing in the Sun Belt. They've really underperformed. Absolutely. Their defense. Well, they had the kid Sam Pinkney, their biggest weapon, went down for the season. Yeah. Early, but receiver. their defense has not been what we projected it to be either. Um, and then finally, we've got some of the big boys on one. Uh, Wisconsin, Purdue. So I'm excited to see Wisconsin, Purdue. I know this is a game you talked about a little bit. Is this a game you're taking? I am taking this game. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, you're taking this I'm going to take this game. I think Purdue has gotten things figured out. Yeah. I think Aiden O'Connell is a breath of fresh air for them at quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I don't trust that Wisconsin got anything substantial figured out in their win over Army. Okay. Uh, I think it just played it. We always knew they had a great defense. Mm-hmm. Well, so Iowa has a great defense, yeah. and Purdue found a way to get the win over Iowa. So I've got Purdue in this game, wow. and, and this is a game that Wisconsin's favored by three on the road. I'm going to take the home dog. <laughs> okay. Man. Ah. That You know what? That's so you fine. Got I'll, I'll take Wisconsin. That's cool. Uh, they were favored by three. Uh, it's in Indiana, though, so it's like eh. Purdue's finally a top 25 team. Uh, you know, is I want it to last. So this is a team that I kind of want to lose. You know what I mean? Because there's other games out there I can pick and win. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> moving on, we've got uh, Oklahoma State at Iowa State. A lot of people say that Iowa State is going to be on upset alert, or Okie State's going to be on upstate alert um, as far as 
far as like Oklahoma State, uh, man, I don't think that they're going to lose another game until they get to Oklahoma. I think they're focused. Um, so Iowa State, the fact that Iowa State's favored by seven, I mean, I, I think that's a slap in the face to Okie State. I really do. Um, I, I just I don't see why. Oklahoma State got some things figured out mm-hmm. on offense. It's been known they have a great defense. Yeah. They got some things figured out on offense against Texas. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you right now, Iowa State, Brock Purdy is is finally playing under control. Yeah. Brees Hall is is resurrecting his season. Yeah. He's really rising up in the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was to pick this, it's your turn. So you <laughs> pick whatever game you want to pick. But I would, I would take Iowa State. You would? Yeah, I would. Oh man. Well, I guess then at that, like because you would pick the team that I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> trying to keep it fair. Trying to keep it fair. So I will take Oklahoma State because, like I said, it's a complete slap in the face that they aren't picked to win and they're ranked eight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, as I write this down. And then Purdue's at Wisconsin, right? Yeah, Purdue's Wisconsin. Uh, so moving on, we've got Oregon, UCLA. Oregon's ranked tenth this this week. Uh, we'll see how far that drops if they do lose to UCLA. Are you taking this game? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. There's so many questions about Anthony Brown and whether he can do it. I'm, I mean, I think maybe you just mentioned, but I mean, UCLA is favored by two points two. in this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's I mean, they're wanting you to take. That would be a field goal, right? A field yeah. goal would hit for. Oh, for uh, sure. For um, Oregon. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not impressed really with Oregon. It's such a Pac-12 thing to do. <laughs> to lose. For, for them to yeah. lose. Yeah. I, I've lived this for years and years and years. And so, yeah, I'm going to take this game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, you take – you're taking UCLA. I'm taking UCLA. Britton mm-hmm. Brown – I don't trust Dorian Thompson-Robinson, but Britton Brown – the Duke transfer and Zach Charbonnet, the Michigan transfer. I think they're going to run all over Oregon. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Brown, you know, they're fantastic. Oregon's offense is great between the twenties. They can't cash it in in, in yeah. the red zone. Yeah. And so I'm going to count on that. I'm going to take uh, UCLA, the favorite in this game. All right. Well, that's good to and know. And the Pac-12 will be officially <laughs> irrelevant. Irrelevant. I wouldn't say they're fully irrelevant. I mean, they still got to play for the Pac-12, man. Like that's still, I. Just, Look, if they're a Power 5 conference, awesome, but they really haven't shown it. It's like, you remember in high school, if you played sports, where there was like the loser's bracket. <laughs> we so never like, once you, once you lost. Oh, in basketball? Yes. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what that's the, what the Pac-12 is. The, yeah. consolation the consolation bracket. It's like, oh, uh, neat. Okay. Where you could lose twice. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, But if you, win, if you win the first game, you're in the winner's bracket, you can't lose again. Yeah. So it's like you're guaranteed two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we have LSU Ole Miss. So LSU's coming off a big win. I'm not going to pick him. I would pick Ole Miss. Uh, I think, as we said, Matt Crow is our Heisman winner, or Heisman front runner at this point. He's have a big day. Miss is favored by nine. Um, so, yeah, Ole Miss, I think, will roll him. Um, You're not um, confident enough to take this one, though? Over, Ole Miss over LSU? Yeah. Or yeah. is that too easy of a win? No, I think that's too easy of a okay. win, man. Like, uh, just because L- – but the one, the one factor for LSU is they're playing for Edo. Yep. So, you know, don't don't count that out. So if Ole Miss does get upset, cool. You know what I mean? We have more chaos in the rankings. And then we have Clemson Pitt. So Pitt's favorite are ranked 23. Pitt's favored by three. Clemson's four and two. But it feels like Clemson's honestly 0 and 8 at this point. You know what I mean? Like based on what we've heard and talked about, 
They have no offense. They have really no they, – they're just – they're hurt kind of all over the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Um, this one, I tell you what, there's a sneaky fun matchup here. They're still because Clemson is is the number two defense mm-hmm. still in the country, yeah. only allowing twelve and a half points per game. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the ball, Kenny Pickett, a quarterback, Pittsburgh number five offense in the country. Mm-hmm. So you basically have this matchup of an explosive offense and a stifling defense. And you know, like you've talked about for weeks, like Brian Brzee and some of these guys Brzee. that Clemson's defense has been. Skalski, yeah, decimated with injuries. Yeah, Skalski, yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But DJ Uyunglele, it's yikes. Yeah, but they do have the the one good thing is because Clemson's had, I think it's like three or four top five classes. So you're starting to see the depth. They have talent. They really do. It's just young right now. Not so look for no, 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 no. <laughs> not at the position that it under it you know, arguably matters. But you know when you have. The best NFL prospect since Andrew Luck to be on your, your quarterback yeah. for four years. You're not going to lose too many games. And then we have Rice at UAB. Um, UAB is favored by 23. I don't see that changing. I'm not going to take this game because I think that would be really mean. That's a pretty clear yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, UT San Antonio. Now here's, the game. Now, now, here's the game. This is the game that I, I really do think that um, it's only fair to take. Okay. So, yeah, Maryland-Minnesota. I'm going to take Minnesota. I think they're a little bit better. I had Maryland pretty high, um, but I think Minnesota's still kind of in contention for the Big Ten. If they win this game, they're 3-1 they're and one at that point. Don't count them out as being one of those one of those teams that can actually upset the apple cart. You know what I mean? Like, Or for a team like, you know, who, who, they play Michigan at some point, I think, next week. Or is it the week after? Well, they're on the side of the bra- – Well, the, Penn State, the yeah, Ohio State. Iowa. Yeah, okay. So I, I don't know if they have – I'm pulling up their schedule yeah. right now. Let's see who they have remaining. Uh, but Minnesota is mm-hmm. interesting. They lost just a couple weeks ago, remember, to Northern Illinois. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my gosh, they're terrible. But, no, they get Maryland. Then they get a really, really bad Northwestern team, a really bad Illinois team. And then November 13th, here you go, November 13th, they play at Iowa. Oh wow! Minnesota does. If they win that, yeah, they they, they probably win as, the big their division, the Big yeah, Ten West. I have them as potentially doing that. They're still they're still contenders. So uh, moving well, on, quiet, uh, quietly, uh, Talia Tagovailoa has gone from he he was outstanding and in my opinion really kind of a uh, dark horse Heisman candidate through three games. He's now right up there with Emory Jones. We talk about yep. with. I mean, he's got like eight or nine inter- interceptions on the season. Mm-hmm. He is falling apart. The wheels have fallen off. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I would pick Minnesota, but you took them, so I guess I'll be rooting for the fighting Mike Locks. Yes, leave. sir. Uh, moving on, we have Miami at Ball State, and then we have um, after that game, the one thirty game will be Western Michigan at Toledo. Um, there's really not too much to say about those two teams. Like Ball State, yeah, they they potentially can win the MAC. Both Miami and Ohio is two and one, just like Ball State. Um, and then we continuing in the MAC, we've got Buffalo, Akron. Um, Buffalo is down. We had them way higher than they were. And then finally after that, your Buffalo's take on Cal, uh, two and four and and one and two in the Pac-12. If they get this win, they're starting to roll a little bit, like we talked about. Um, yeah, potentially good. I, well, I, I I would like to see the offense progress. Yeah. For uh, sure. I think Is this uh, a game you want to take? Cal, no. Cal's favored by nine. <laughs> oh, I, no fate. I think that that's probably right. 
<laughs> so bad. Is this the last one? Like, uh, I only have one more pick. Yeah, you have one more pick. Yeah, you got one more pick. Um, and then we have BYU-Washington State. Do you want that one? No. No? You're not going to take Washington State coachless? No. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not high on BYU anymore. Yeah. But I think Washington State, they may not win another game. I no. mean, just fun, just functionally, your head coach and four assistant coaches mm-hmm. are now fired. I mean, I don't, how do you continue on with that? Well, UConn does. Ask them. I don't know. <laughs> New Mexico against Wyoming is next. Um, Wyoming was able to took two losses in a row, but they're favored by 20 over New Mexico. And then we have Vanderbilt, Mississippi State. So we get into the SEC fun stuff. As far as Mississippi State, they just took that horrible loss against Bama, um, but they're favored by 20. And then we have Malik Willis hoping to bounce back after a really bad performance last week, uh, this week against North Texas. And then we have at 2 p.m. we have Boston College against Louisville. Uh, Louisville's favored by six. Or sorry, Boston College. Yeah, Louisville's favored by six. Louisville's a fun team to watch. Yeah. Malik Cunningham is a mm-hmm. real fun quarterback. He's kind of a poor man's um, what's his name? Uh, the quarterback for Baltimore Ravens. J- Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He's kind of a poor man's Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Well, Louisville always gets those type of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, East Carolina against Houston. Uh, Houston is favored by thirteen. And then we have Alabama, Tennessee. I'm going to put Alabama just because I want them to lose another game before the SEC Championship came on upset alert. I, I, who is Tennessee? This game is in Tuscaloosa, though, so I'm not holding my breath. And then we have. I think Tennessee's much improved, but like I told you, Hendon, the difference between Hendon Hooker and Joe Milton running that offense yeah. is night and day. Yeah. And Hendon Hooker is questionable. That that The game will be decided before it even starts. Oh, if yeah. Hendon Hooker doesn't play, they, Tennessee could lose by 30. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then so. we don't have to hear Tennessee fans say, well, we beat Ben, we're going to beat Georgia. Yeah. So San Diego State next. And this is a game I like to highlight. Air Force, if I was you, I would take this game or one of these games coming up, the next two games, because your Roadrunners are coming <laughs> up pretty quick. I'm figuring out. <laughs> I am going to take this game. But oh, I'll let you, I'll let you uh, introduce it. Okay, so San Diego State against Air Force. 6-1 Air Force against 6-0 San Diego State. This is at Falcon Stadium here. We should probably go to that game. Uh, but... Air Force is favorite by three and a half. Rightfully not. I think SDSU is a little bit better of a team, but the style of offense they like to run is possession and chew the clock. This that will be a bad game plan against a team that only runs the ball and chews clock. I think this will come down to one big turnover in the middle of the game. That's probably right. Air Force. Well, so yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take this game. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Air Force running back Brad Roberts is outstanding. He's one of the nation's leading rushers. Mm-hmm. He uh, is a stud, but and I, I mean no disrespect by this, but you, the athletes at San Diego State are just better. Yes. Uh, they don't have the, – they've got this little swap going between Johnson and Brookshire at quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't totally trust Brookshire at quarterback, but um, – Grant Hall is a great running back. San Diego State has – both of these teams have really good defenses. This is going to be uh, – you know, this is going to be a group Slug of five. Slug match. It's going to be a group of five equivalent of the Georgia-Clemson game. Oh, yeah. It's going to be run, to three. run, punt, run, Ten run, punt, punt. It'll be a very boring game. It might be six to three. But it'll be, be awesome. Five. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I am going to take – the fighting San Diego State yeah. Aztecs. Dang. So you can have your Air Force Thank Zoomy you. Falcons Thank at you. home. I will take my Falcons at home. 
Um, yeah, I think Air Force is actually going to – like I said, the game plan for San Diego State is if they continue to try to run the ball against them, they're going to just shoot themselves in the foot. Air Force has a pretty solid defense too. Don't count that out. They do. They have, I think, I think they're right. number one in the rushing defense. So, yeah, like you, you – I think you're right. Turnover – whoever wins the turnover battles probably. Yeah, I think, there's, I think it's going to come down to one big turnover – um, that is a good game. point. You just pointed out Air Force has the number one rush team. <laughs> yeah. So, it was, I mean, Uh-oh. cool. You know what I mean? Well, like... I already picked San Diego State. So. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then your Roadrunners against Louisiana Tech. And then uh, the Roadrunners are favored by seven. They're going to Louisiana Tech. We yeah, got... you want to talk about disrespect. They should be favored by 27. Jeez, man. But it is Conference USA, so that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> Western Kentucky and Florida International. Uh, and then we have Temple, South Florida. South Florida is favored by two and a half. South Alabama against UN Monroe. Uh, UN Monroe. Actually, South Alabama is favored by 13. And then we have Carson Strong in Nevada taking on Fresno State. Uh, Fresno State is favored by three, but Troy. Oh yeah, no. So Nevada actually they give up. They they have the most sa- or the second most sacks, um, but they also are. So Carson Strong has that offense rolling with 360. So the the offense itself is ranked third in the actual overall passing offense. Um, say what you want about the Mountain West, they throw the ball a lot and they they're really. But Carson Strong is really good at throwing the ball. I actually have we'll highlight him in a, a fan section short. That we talk about the top five quarterbacks of this coming class. Nevada does have a sneaky good defense. Mm-hmm. And this is a fun matchup, but you're saying Carson Strong. On the other side, Jake Hayner. Yep. These are two of the top five passers in the country. This game is going to be explosive, yep. fun, 50 to 49. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and then another game that might be about 50 points is Ohio State against Indiana. Ohio State's favored by 20. And then we have the biggest game of the, the rivalry week, the, the this isn't rivalry week, but this game is one of the biggest rivalries in college football. USC versus Notre Dame. USC is looking – I think there's a trophy on the line. I can't remember the name of the trophy. Um, but this game is going to be at in, in Notre Dame, so it will be at Notre Dame Stadium in Indiana um, in South Bend. Basically, USC has a mountain to climb if they want to beat Notre Dame, I think. But because it's a rivalry game, that gives them the edge. They always play each other really close. You know, USC discovered – uh, that their backup quarterback was better than their starter, Keaton, Keaton Slovis, yeah. and the kid Jackson Dart. And, uh, you know, Jackson Dart ended up going down injury. He had to get surgery for a meniscus tear. Mm. Uh, that really killed their season. Yeah. I mean, they were able to blow up Colorado, but that's Colorado. Notre Dame has a stellar defense still. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, fantastic player. Uh, and... You know, I, I, here's something that I didn't realize, and it's a really bad sign for Notre Dame, though, is their quarterback, Jack Cohn, second most sacks. Mm. He's been sacked the second most of any starting quarterback in the country. Jesus. So so that's probably – I don't, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. No. I really don't. No. But no. I do think Notre Dame's a better team. I'm thinking 17-14, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, as far as – the next game, South Carolina against Texas A&M, who got A&M favored by 21. They should roll South Carolina unless – I mean, if South Carolina was able to win this game, it would be a marquee win for them. South Carolina has named a grad assistant as their starting quarterback. Oh, my God. They're, they're in a bad spot. Yeah, they're in a, they're in a tough slot. But their coach – I really do like their coach. I think he's funny. His quote of, of Georgia after they beat him, well, they got like 105 stars over there. So, yeah, expect them to beat us. But, yeah, he's, he keeps it real. I like him a lot. And then we have NC State against Miami. NC State looking to – beat Miami. I NC State 
needs to win this game if they want to stay in the ACC relatively, if they want to hey, keep up. Miami, after losing De'Ara King a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. now Cameron Harris is out with an injury. Miami is in disarray. They're yeah. a disaster. I mentioned before, Manny Diaz may be losing his job. That's crazy. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, but we, we did call that at the beginning. We said, unless Miami has a really big year, we'd look for Manny to kind of be on the hot seat. Georgia Tech, Virginia. Virginia's favored by seven. And then we have uh, West Virginia TCU. TCU needs to get the run game going with Zach Evans. I'm tired of them not running him the ball. Give him the ball. They've give been passing the man, a lot with Max Duggan. Give right? the man the yeah. ball. Stop mm-hmm. playing cute. Stop trying to beat teams through the air when you have a five-star, number one overall running back behind you. Give him the ball. I don't care that they, he's a freshman. They should win this game probably pretty big. Absolutely. That's West Virginia, Neil Brown. That's another coach who's probably on the hot seat. Yep. And then we have Utah, Oregon State. Utah's favored by three. Uh, Oregon State's not bad, but Utah, they're rolling. They they did they made a couple changes throughout the week. We're able to kind of get – Utah's a team, that, like we said earlier, a team you don't really want to play if you don't have to. Oregon State has a top ten rushing offense in the country. Yeah. Top ten – I, they're in, on nobody's radar. Yeah, they're a top ten rushing offense together. But I, but I, but I, I told you, I think, man, Utah. They haven't lost since they switched to Cameron Rising, and and the kid Devin Lloyd, the linebacker we talked about preseason. Mm. He is, I think, one of the best linebackers in the country yep. from Utah. Oh, agreed. Yep, Lloyd. Or, yep, Lloyd. Absolutely. Um, should be in the with the finals of you know Kobe Dean and Nagurski, yeah. Buckus. You name it, defensive award. He should. He should absolutely. And 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 the Pac-12 defense player of the year for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then finally we have a Hawaii game. New Mexico State goes all the way down to Hawaii. They're actually probably there right now. Honestly, if they were smart, they'd probably travel to Wednesday. This is the second time this year both of these teams are playing. Each other. <laughs> yeah, because they needed to fill out the schedule. <laughs> so, um, yeah, look for another exciting game between those two. Uh, but this one will be in Honolulu. So hopefully New Mexico State doesn't get the travel lag that most teams do and they have to go down to Hawaii. Well, New Mexico State's bad. They yeah. they lost big time in the first game. Absolutely. Hawaii quarterback Chevin Cordero is questionable though. Yeah, and, so you know, it's, just, it's unfortunate, um, but you want to recap real quick our picks? Absolutely. So real quick, the Power Five pick them. So you have Purdue, uh, which means I have Wisconsin, and then I have Okie State, which means you have uh, who's that? Who did I write down? Okie State, State against Iowa State. Yeah, because I wrote Iowa, and then we have UCLA versus Oregon. Uh, so you have UCLA, so I got Oregon. Then we have Minnesota versus Maryland. I took Minnesota. And then you finally rounded it out, took San Diego State against Air Force. Uh, I'm very excited for Air Force game, um, but I'm also very excited for a couple of these other matchups that we took. Um, thank you so much for listening. That is Tyson. I'm Alan. This was the preview of the week. Next episode, we will come to you with a bunch of shorts that I'm sure throughout the week will we'll definitely change. But thank you so much for listening. We are out.